Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. You know, you've probably been asked this question a million times, but I'll just get you to explain for anyone that doesn't know, what is Gotcha for Life and, and what was the inspiration behind you starting uh, Gotcha for Life? Yeah, Dimity, it all came off the back of a TV program I did on the ABC called Man Up. It was a program challenging masculinity and why we lose so many blokes every day to suicide. And I did that off the back of uh, a friend of mine that took his own life. And um, I did what most Aussie blokes did, or most blokes did full stop and didn't do anything about it except get a few, have a few beers on board on the, on the anniversary. And then eventually I decided on the grill team on Triple M to talk about my friend and the sadness that came from him taking um, that decision and how much of a ripple effect it was on the community and friends and family after he had taken his own life. Like, why would he do it? Why wouldn't he ask for help? Yeah. Uh, why would you make such a permanent decision based on a temporary situation? And I spoke about it really openly one morning with Maddie and MG. And off the back of that, I was able to get some funding and did the Man Up program. And yeah. at the end of the Man Up program, Maddie had left the grill team. MG had moved on to his evening show. And I thought, well, I don't really want to do Bricky Radio anymore. I want to focus in on something else. I, I really felt like I could be really, really helping a lot of blokes in particular if I started to go down this mental fitness path and talking like that. So I started Gotcha for Life off the back of that. We're five years on now, five and a half years on. Wow. We've, we've fundraised over $11 million. And, oh, my uh, God. We give that away to people that work in suicide prevention, people that we believe are program partners that are out there doing wonderful work because awareness is one thing, but if you're not aware that we've got a problem, in this country, sort of, you've been living under a rock. It's sort of time to to put some action in rather than just talking about it. So that's what we're trying to do at Gotcha. And uh, you know, I'm very proud that um, that we've done what we've done. But you know, we're we're only just starting. Really, we're uh, we really want to make sure that we get the suicide rate down to zero. That's our target. And um, I'll be working as hard as I can to make that happen. Yep, I could only imagine the number of people, probably men and women, that have reached out to you and said, you know, listen, I'm struggling, I have never spoke to anyone about this before, can you help me? Do you get that often? Yeah, I get I get about um, a thousand messages a day. Wow. Um, from people, and of course I can't get back to all of them, I try my best to yep. try to put it trying to put a process in place so I can get back to people. Um, but what we try to do is sort of let them know of the other services that are out there. But, of course, they see my socials or they hear me on Triple M or whatever it might be on the telly with Channel 9 and, and yeah. they go, oh, that's a bloke that I can talk to. So yeah. they reach out and I'm very proud to be that person. But, um, you know, those numbers are unsustainable. I just can't keep it all going so yep. we're trying to put some processes and gotcha for life to make sure that people do get the care that they need and um to build up that mental fitness so we get to a stage where where people aren't feeling that sad and that down because they're sort of mentally fit 
and able to talk about their feelings and hopefully never get to that crisis point. Yep. How do you find that the sort of culture, I guess, of, of Australians is changing? Do you find that more people are willingly and openly able to speak out about their problems now rather than sort of keeping them bottled up? Definitely. There's definitely an improvement and sort of your generation and younger are definitely better than sort of, you know, my generation, your parents' generation. Yep. Um, we've been told all our lives to, to man up and shut up and get on with it, yep. take a teaspoon of cement and harden the, you know, the what up. Um, whereas you guys tend to be a little bit more open to being vulnerable, a little bit more open to showing that true side of yourself, that human side of yourself, but still there's a long way to go. But I definitely think there's an improvement and each generation slowly better than the other is is the improvement that we need. And if we do that, slowly but surely, we will get, we will get to where we need to get, which is, you know, no one worrying alone to the point where they're thinking that suicide is an option. Like, we just need to be able to be brave enough to stick your hand up and ask for help and tell people how you feel. Yep. Now, from a greyhound racing, obviously, perspective, you know, we've had, um, you know, we had the proposed ban that obviously affected a lot of people and, you know, in a way still does to this day because of the ramifications of it. Um, but probably one of the biggest things that I deal with personally, I know a lot of other, um, I suppose, young people coming into the sport deal with as well, is the people that don't like greyhound racing and obviously now with social media um and you would obviously know all about this um you know the ease of access to you know myself and others uh you know whether it's online bullying or threats or that sort of thing i know it obviously used to used to affect me a lot more than what it does now i've sort of just gotten used to it but what can people do you know from our sports perspective if they are suffering that that online abuse Oh, look, online abuse, unfortunately, you know, is absolutely everywhere in every industry. And like you say, you, 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 people just don't understand the, the industry that you're in. You know, I've only just in the last 12 months been involved with the greyhound industry myself. Went out to Broken Hill the other day and sat with the trainers and um, the love that you have for your dogs is incredible, you know, and when something happens and, you know, there's a leg broken or there's some sort of drama, the sadness that goes around, you know, the train is incredible, but most people don't get to see that. Yeah. Most people are, are judging things on the news or judging things on hearsay or, you know, someone said something in a pub and, you know, it gets exaggerated and all of a sudden the truth is nowhere near, you know, what they're talking about. So, for me, with social media, I'd love to sack it completely. I'd love the social media <laughs> to go away, but it, it won't. So we need to, to live with it. So the best way I believe to do that is to, to be completely genuine and authentic. And if people don't like it or they um, abuse you in some way, then you just got to delete and block them. Yeah. That was the one thing that MG taught me when I first started on the grill team. Of course, he'd been, you know, like a, a football star for many years. So he was used to this, but I was very new coming into into the media and I yep. felt really affected by everyone that didn't like me or didn't seem to like me or were criticising me who didn't know me and I tried to sort of work it all out and get back to these people and yep. talk to them and wonder why they were being as mean and nasty as they were, but then I soon realised that you can't. Um, they're faceless people, they're cowards and it's just better to delete, block them and get them out of your life. But make sure that you stay real for who you are. That's why I've always enjoyed your company, even from the time you came into the <laughs> radio show or just the work you're doing now with the podcast and with the training and all that stuff. You 
you give the industry a real positive image because you are authentic and real. Yep. So that's what you and everyone listening to this podcast should make sure that they continue to be because um, that's all you can be at yep. the end of the day. And if people don't like it, then just get them out of your life. Yep, yep. Now, if somebody, if you think somebody is struggling or you are struggling yourself, you know, I, I know people have said to me, well, what's that first step that I take? How do I you know, say to somebody, I think you're struggling, I, I want to help you, but I don't know how, what should be that sort of initial conversation that people can have with someone if they think they are struggling? Because like I just said to you before we started recording, you know, there are a lot of people in our sport who, you know, like to obviously, you know, keep their feelings uh, to themselves. They like to seem very tough and um, everything's okay on the outside, but you just know that there's something not quite right. Yeah, there's a couple of things there, Dimity. Firstly, you know, it's very difficult to sort of work out if people aren't right. If they if they do show you a sign that they're struggling, then the best thing to do is to go and just ask them straight up. Look them in the eye, not necessarily in a place with a lot of other people around. Yeah. Try to make it as safe as possible for them and just say, look, I've been noticing lately that you're a little bit off. You know, I don't know what it is, but, you know, I care for you and I just want you to know that I'm here for you. And when they say, and most people do say, oh, I'm fine, don't worry, just... There's a few things just niggling away to say, well, what are those things niggling away? You know, you can trust me to, to talk to if you want to. You don't want these people worrying alone. So there's a real opportunity there if you do see someone that's struggling is to actually listen to them and let them know that you're okay to, to chat about all the stuff that they might be burying or, or hiding. So that's the first thing. Blokes in particular are really good at putting on a mask and yeah. making out things are awesome when they're not. Yeah. So that's why... I sort of go down the path of it's up to each individual to actually stick their hand up and ask for help. It's not for friends to look around to see if their friend needs help, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So from my point of view, it's getting mentally fit enough to actually have enough emotional muscle to actually stick your hand up. Just like being physically fit, we need to get mentally fit between our ears. And if you are physically fit, then you can do a whole lot of you know, different adventures, exercises, events, whether it's a 10K run or a half marathon or a marathon or a Tough Mudder event or whatever it might be, that's exactly what we need to do for our mental fitness. We need to start having these conversations, build up that muscle to realise that it's actually okay to actually yeah. show a bit of vulnerability and it's actually man up and speak up that we talk about now rather than man up and shut up. And, and that's a real human issue now that everyone is going through stuff. We lose seven yeah. blokes a day every day, but we lose two women a day every day. We have 65,000 attempts of suicide a year in Australia wow. alone. So yeah. why do we keep doing the same thing over and over again? Why can't we go, you know what, there's got to be a new, better way of doing this. So I'm going to be a bit vulnerable with someone that I love or with a professional, someone who's not going to judge me, and I'm going to get the help that I need. Yeah. Why aren't we asking for help? In Australia, we are so good at um, helping people if they asked us to help, but we're hopeless at asking for help ourselves. So yeah. we need to get better at that. So there's sort of two ways of answering that, that question. But the bottom line is there's way too many of us worrying alone and we need to ask for help. So find it in yourself that, that, to actually ask for help when you need it. Yep. Now, if somebody says, like if somebody say come to me and said, look, I'm struggling, I need some help, where would I, what direction would I point them in? Obviously, you know, does your Gotcha for Life website have some resources that maybe I can point them towards to get, because, you know, obviously I'm not in a situation to give them that, 
you know, professional help other than being a friend and, you know, an ear for them to listen. But, yeah, is there sort of somewhere I can guide them if they um, are seeking that assistance? Yes, it really depends on where where they are in terms of how they're feeling. If there's someone that just needs to talk, then you can be that person that can just listen. You know, you don't have to fix it. You don't have to be that person that comes up with all the answers. But just letting someone blow off some steam or just letting someone get the words out, even if you just go, what? you know, just get them out, that might be enough for someone just to take that little bit of pressure off. So that's the first thing. Secondly, if they're a really good friend or a family member, say, look, you know, um, the best thing to do is to sort of build a mental health plan and you do that by starting by to go to your GP. Yep. So go to your local doctor. So go along with that person, you know, because it's a scary thing perhaps to have to deal with. So, yep. so you know what, I'll come along with you. I'll, let's go in the morning. I've got... I'll get a couple of hours off work or however it might be, find the time to go with that person and let them start building the mental health plan. And then if you can be that person to help them, fantastic. But a lot of the time, if it's really down the track and they're really depressed and they're really thinking about taking their own life, that's not something that you can't deal with. You should take them to the hospital and get professional help. So it really depends on where people are in the line between zero and 100 when it comes to how they're feeling. But the most important thing, let them know that you're there for them, but you're not there to fix them. You're just there to listen and to give them some help, not fix it. Yep. Um, And this is something I came across last night and I just wanted to touch on with you um, finally. You talked about the village and I was just fascinated. I watched it three or four times and, you know, I'm frivolously writing down what what you said and I just think it's such a simple thing but can have a massive impact because I know with greyhound racing, you know, people are dedicated to their dogs 24-7. They don't pretty much don't have time for anything else other than their dogs and what you were talking about basically resonated I think with our entire industry that these relationships can drop off people can feel lonely people can feel disconnected and on their own so I think this would be an amazing exercise for everyone in the industry to do so can you just quickly sort of touch on what it is and what people can do yeah, of course. And it's really, you got to keep it simple because mental health or what I call mental fitness is emotional and it's hard and it's something that you need to learn. So we need to try to make it as simple as possible. To actually have a conversation face-to-face with someone with sort of tears running out of their eyes and um, snot running out of their nose, you know, <laughs> it's a pretty difficult conversation. It's one pretty much for the movies or for TV. So from my point, Dimity, it's, it's trying to make it as simple as possible. So we've always, we're always on our phones. We're always texting people. People know how to do that. So what I ask people to do is actually write down a list of people that you love and adore and you cannot imagine living without. And that list is your village, whether that's one person, five people, 20 people, whatever it is, you write down your list and take a little bit of time because um, most people have never written down that list ever before. So that's the first thing is like, okay, who are the people that I love and who are the people that are important to me? So you make that list. Then you give yourself a mark out of 10 for how you perform within those particular relationships. So as an example, someone listening to us now, if you've got a wife or a husband or if you've got a brother or a sister, when you've written down their name in the village, next to it, just give yourself a mark out of 10 for how you're performing. So if you've been a little bit slack, you haven't been in contact lately or you're taking that relationship a little bit for granted, you know, that might be a five out of ten. So you write down your whole village, you write down your mark out of ten, and then you look at your numbers out of ten and go, I wonder how many are seven below. If you're a seven or below against any of those names, then you've got to go to work on those relationships. And since I did that chat yesterday on Triple M, I've had 
hundreds of people come back and say, I've got so much work to do. Yep. You know, I haven't spoken to my mum and dad enough. I haven't spoken to my brother. I've got my cousin who I really enjoy. Every time I see them, I love them, but I haven't been in contact with them for six months. Some people haven't been in contact with people that they love for years. Yep. You know, because of COVID, they just let, they let relationships slip. So this is an opportunity just to let them know that you're thinking about them. So the text message community can be as simple as, I was thinking of you, I was thinking of all the people that are really important in my life and your name popped up and I just wanted you to know that I'm going to try to be better now and staying in contact with you because I've really missed you. Simple yep. as that, yep. you know, and it's just being a little bit vulnerable but it's just a nice icebreaker to start that relationship being a little bit stronger and a little bit deeper. Yep. Yep. And just for, you know, like you said, a, a minimal amount of work. Like I know people say, oh, I was too busy to text you. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> it takes two it's seconds. Taken, <laughs> 15 seconds to go, yeah. bang, thinking of you, hope you're well, or send them a meme or send them a joke or send them a voicemail <laughs> message, whatever it may. Just connection is the key. We just don't connect enough with the people that are important to us. Yep. Yep. Now your website, um, can you tell me a little bit about what people can find if they go to the website? Yeah, so it's uh, gotchaforlife.org, so that's G-O-T-C-H-A, the number four, life.org. And that basically, if you want to volunteer, if you want to help, if you want to fundraise, if you, like, we've got so many people out there doing community events, you know, whether it's a run or some type of uh, physical activity or selling, you know, muffins or homemade bread, like, it really doesn't matter in any way possible. Every $40 that raised is... Um, an opportunity for someone to sit in one of our workshops that could save a life. So yep. um, that's the, all that information is there. Plus, there's a good toolkit there for people just to start to work out how mentally fit you are, to actually see um, if you need um, help, and then the help is there. There's a directory there of help that people can click on and go to and get the information they need. Dimity, there are so many people out there that are trying to help, that are really trying to do exactly what we're doing, which is get the suicide rate down to zero. So yep. use those people, get yep. involved, get in contact with them and um, take their advice and I promise you, your life will get a bit better. Yep, not perfect. Um, that's all the questions I had. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? No, just just thank you again for your, you know, for always um being as positive as you are and there's a lot going on in your industry I know so I always enjoy watching all your stuff on, on <laughs> socials and it's nice to chat to you and I hope that you know some people got some good information out of this chat and it might just yep. help if it helps one person then I think um, it's well worth us you you and I having a chat. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl podcasts with Dimity Ma proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au. 